I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello there. I'm Jake. I'm Mike. And welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Podcast, Episode 3. Today we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about Star Wars today. Star Wars. All right, which part do you want to start with? Well, let's go back three years. Okay. Where at a time where... Star Wars fans were kind of like not having anything happening with their lives. Like mm-hmm. there was no content. There was no content. And then this mouse came out of nowhere. Little bastard just ran out. And it's like, Oh, I, I wanna buy Tora movie. Yeah. Dude, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and George was just like, Oh, 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 oh boy. I, like I can't mo- even fucking I, I like do it. I like money. I'm sick for a disclaimer, so I have like no voice. <laughs> yeah. I can't even oh do it boy. today. Oh, boy. I can't. Mr. Lucas, I want to buy your franchise. <laughs> and George is like, whoa, I, I like money. <laughs> Dude, seriously. George is like, I like money, and I'm going to give it all to charity, pretty much. I guess. Yeah. But episode seven, man. So, episode seven came out. Everyone was kind of hype. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, because, like, you had, like... When the prequels came out, like the CGI was a little bit dated, mm-hmm. and yeah, of course, yeah, and like now you get to see Star Wars with like the newest big budget effects, the baddest CGI, and you're like, holy shit, this looks amazing! Like, and they brought back like practical as well. Yeah, yeah, they they learned their lesson. Do not rely on CG. Yeah, I mean, everybody was kind of gassed. Like, you JJ Abrams was on the project at that time. Everyone was like, oh. Yeah, that's gonna be the thing, and then they had the practical effects. They they were bringing back the old cast. Like everybody was like, "Yo, this was gonna be it." Yeah, and 
you know what? I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad by any means. Yeah, it was like a reboot. It was very safe. It was safe. Yeah. Very safe. And whatever kind of changes they did make, I was like, all right, I can kind of dig what's going on here. I, I, get, I, I pick up what you're putting down. I mean, they had a lot of good ideas. They had somebody who was apparently a nobody, but there was clearly something about her. It seemed like people knew who she was. So they had this element like, who is Ray? You know, like, who is she really? Yeah, and then they had Finn, who was like a stormtrooper who defected, like you never, yeah, seen, never that seen that before. before, right? Yeah, it was just cool. We had a female stormtrooper with Captain Phasma oh, so cool. and Brianna Tarth, bro. Yeah. Come on, and it had a lot of good elements in it. You know, overall, there was the old cast was coming back. You know, Han was prevalent. Everything was cool. A lot of people criticize Force Awakens because saying it's like, oh, it's just a New Hope. Again. I mean, it is, but yeah. it's okay. Like I, I, I think. That's all right for our first one because they were just trying to feel it out. Yeah. Well, I think what because I was also like, is this just going to be like, hey, do you remember? Like, is it just going to be member berries, the movie? Oh, like nostalgia. Yeah. But the first hour, there is no old things in that movie. It's still all original. You mean like no, no callbacks? Yeah. Which I liked. Like, there's like, you don't even hear. Like other than the titles, you don't hear any of the old music either, which I was really happy about. Like I honestly, I love Ray's theme. Have you heard Ray theme, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure I don't like, recall do, what do, it. Do, 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 oh, I know what you're yeah. talking about. That very gentle, like yeah. belly. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. No, I like the new themes. I don't mind. I like change. Yeah. So I'm not afraid of and them like branching out and yeah. not like doing the old stuff because this is the sequels. This is new. Right. The future, you know. So I'm not I'm not like one of those people who need to have that nostalgia factor to enjoy it mm. for sure. And I think whatever fan service they did do, it was like nice. I feel like yeah, I agree. I I agree. Um I think killing Han was maybe not the best choice. Although <laughs> I know that um Harrison Ford wanted to do that because he wanted to die in episode six too, and George wouldn't let him. Yeah, he's so, like, get me off this ride. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not surprised, you know, that that occurred. And I think Kylo Ren is like a fantastic idea and character. Yeah. I mean, he's the was, best thing about them in general, in my opinion. For at least Force Awakens. I think for all of them in reality. Um, he, ha- he has the most potential, but they didn't do with, enough with him. Okay. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I liked it because, like, it was not Darth Vader, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. just, like, another rehash. It was, like, this wannabe boy, wannabe yeah. Darth Vader. Wannabe Darth Vader, <laughs> yeah. And then any people who were worried about, like, the actual villain, you had, like, Phasma and Snoke. And... But the thing, too, like, even the first scene of him when he stopped, like, the blaster bolt yeah, with that the was force, rad. that was so rad. And, like, only one other force entity can do that. I forget the name now. I'm going to butcher it. It's like Ab- A- Abeloth or something. Abeloth. I think. Is this oh, like man. Is this like Knights of the Old Republic stuff? Um she's prevalent in 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 the in the extended Oh, she's that monster thing. Abeloth. Okay. I was I was on the money kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. She's the mother from the people on the planet with the mother, the daughter and the father. She's the mother. Oh. Yeah, she's actually in trap cuz she's like She's just like I don't know. She's like, a Lovecraftian horror. That's it. yeah. Like she, she's pretty no joke, and she was one of the only people, other the only other entity that could do something like that. Yeah, you know, in the lore and extended universe overall. 
Um, so I thought that was pretty rad. Like, he was strong. Like, he was showing he was strong. Right. Which I think, obviously, they made him really strong, so they have to have the protagonist be really strong. I just think their approach. Well, we'll... We'll, I, we'll get there. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, episode seven, I think, is, like, really quick to go over if you're not going to go, like, into an in-depth detail. Yeah, it was good to go over back then when it came out because it was, like, fresh. And yeah. it was, like, you didn't know what was going to happen, but now that we know what's going to happen, it's kind of, like, mute a point. There's two things uh, with the seventh episode I wanted to sure. touch. Down, yeah. The highlights, if you will. Sure. First off, Traitor. The one OG stormtrooper who fucking whips out his baton and is like, 1v1 me, bro. You got a fucking lightsaber? Eat my ass. Let's go. Oh, that scene was hot when Finn had the lightsaber. Is yeah. that what you're referring to in the yeah. battle scene? Yeah. And other than like just badassery, I thought that one stormtrooper was going to be like the recurring like thing that come after Finn. Of like you're the fucking traitor. I'm gonna kick your ass into the next dimension. Oh, I know what you mean. Like his like his antagonist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like it kind of transitioned to Phasma, but like even then. And then the second thing was the Snoke reveal when you first see him. I don't know if you were thinking, but when I first saw him, I'm like that motherfucker is like fifty feet tall. <laughs> Oh, I know. No, I know. He was huge, right? Because they showed the projection of him, and at yeah. the time, I wasn't like I didn't understand that it was solely a projection. Yeah, and I was like, because it's a it's a universe of aliens, right? So mm-hmm. it's very possible to oh, have, have alien... someone that large. Yeah, and I'm of like, course. what does a battle of that look like? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was such waste of potential with him too, because like he was supposed to be like he knew Palpatine, yeah. and like he was just like this old ancient type of all-knowing like sith creature yeah yeah who was like grooming this new sith lord yeah and like it was just i don't know it was crazy but like they i think everything that had potential with episode seven is just mute point because of the other ones yeah so to episode eight i guess i mean before i get into episode eight i just think it's clear to make note of the fact that they had no plan for this (laughs) <laughs> confirmed like no. confirmed they had no plan for this he literally was like i'm just gonna sprinkle some pop points for the next jj Airbones has come out and said that he's like i just wanted to lay the groundwork you know what i mean because that's what they gave me to do and, and brian johnson's like how about go fuck yourself <laughs> seriously dude i mean I, I don't hate the guy he's a good director like well, knives yeah. out was great I, I haven't seen it actually no i heard it's really good but um, but episode eight man I mean, cinematically, you look cool. I think, okay, so episode eight is the turning point of the Star Wars fandom. Well, that's when everyone realized, oh, shit, they don't have a plan. Well, yeah, well, I, I would say it was the divide because some people were like, oh, I like these changes. And people were like, oh, no. <laughs> but the, I feel like the people who think that are normies. I don't, I, don't, no. I don't know any Star Wars fan like. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking well, my ass, but I don't know. I don't know any Star Wars fan that was like, "This is okay." What they did to Luke Skywalker, like, "This is okay." Yeah, that. I mean, there was definitely some parts where I was like, nah, "That's a not great decision." No, hundred percent. Like, I don't know. I mean, even him doubting himself, and like, I didn't mind him doubting himself or doubting the Jedi way because technically, like, you go back to the prequels, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. they were like not the best, you know. If you really no, look back at it, of course it. not. Um. But the fact that he almost killed his nephew, man, I'm not cool with that. For some vision. <laughs> For some vision that he might be like Darth Vader, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. If that were the case, why were you so adamant about not killing Darth Vader? 
right. makes no sense. Like it's just the plot holes. Like it doesn't it doesn't correlate to his character at all. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. I don't know, man. It's just like he was the pillar of hope in the Star Wars universe. He was the like the true chosen one. He was the greatest Jedi to mm, ever live, and right. he just did him so filthy that way. Yeah, I don't know. Even even like I don't know. Even Mark Hamill was like, I can't write, I can't vibe with this. <laughs> he at every turn at every interview, if you look at it, he's always talking shit about this this film or like his character portrayal. Yeah, it's just like again, like I did like some things, like because they were kind of going down this route with Ray and Kylo, which was cool. That was fine with me. Where I mean, I it was it was like neither one was very good at being their light side dark side equivalent. Ray wasn't good, at, very good at being good. Yeah, and Kylo wasn't very good at being bad. Yeah, I know. I, I see the parallels. And it was opening up the potential of like, are we gonna see like the reverse gray Jedi or like the people who are in between? And that kind of was teased in the first and uh, not the first one, the seventh episode with that little orange alien lady. I forgot her name. Oh, um. Mascanada? Who the fuck? Maybe I don't know. I could be because she was like force sensitive, but she wasn't on either side. And I was like, oh, okay. Because you never see that. You always have like it's a Sith or it's a Jedi. And I was like, oh, it would be really cool to have the films explore like what's in between. Yeah, I mean they tackle that with Ahsoka. Yeah, but she's not in the main. I I know. I know. (laughs) She's in Episode Nine for like her voices, but no, fucking. I know. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think there was a lot of pointless shit in episode eight. There was that casino. Thing. I was about to say that the casino scene was told. I just hate how they did Finn, man. Because like in the beginning poster, like he was one of the ones holding the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Like he was, he was definitely supposed to be more prevalent. I don't know what they did with that. They like fumbled it completely, and like they they and like no no um disrespect to the is it Rose Tran is her name? Yeah. No disrespect, but her character is so irrelevant to the series. Like it was just like. Why? You didn't do anything with her. I feel bad for the actress. I feel bad for the actress because all these fuckheads were coming after her and talking so much shit to her. Like, it was her fault. Like she Oh, no, I think part. Rose Transact, the character's name. The character's name? I'm sorry. I don't, well, I don't know. The, you know what? I feel disrespectful. I'm <laughs> saying it. Hold on. Wait, give me one I second. think it starts with an M. Rose Tico is the character. Kelly, oh, Kelly, Marie. Kelly Marie Tran. Oh my god, you I'm mixed so the names sorry. I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, <laughs> uh, Kelly Marie Tran. I feel so bad for her because like she got so much hate and all this stuff. Like it was her fault. Like no, nah, blame Ryan Johnson and blame those fuckheads who wrote her part. Yeah, it's so dumb. I don't know. It's not her fault, but the character just is just boring. To you me. know what was weird? Because I mean, not necessarily with Rose, but like with Finn. Was that what the f- uh, what I keep seeing the first? No, the seventh movie. It was kind of looking like Ray and Finn were going to kind of be like a co-op Jedi. <laughs> well, they like they they shipped them together at first. You could tell because he was like Ray. Uh, Finn was like, "You got a boyfriend, huh? huh? <laughs> right?" And the first one, I'm like, "All right, I guess so." <laughs> you know, whatever. And then they totally just. Sh- I feel like st- the Star Wars sequels is just the sequels of shafting, because <laughs> yeah. like literally, literally. Finn was supposed to be prevalent. They shafted him, and they put Ky- insert Kylo, and to to have Finn have another character to correlate with, mm. they they made uh, Kelly Kelly Marie's character, who they also and then shafted in Episode Nine. Like she got like one <laughs> scene, bro, because everyone hated her character. Yeah. They didn't even commit to their like. That's why you can tell they have no plan. 
Like, episode eight had no structure. First, they say, who is she? They made this big prevalent part about how, like, she has to be someone important. And then in episode eight, they say, nah, she's nobody. Not to get conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Winnie the Pooh has anything to do with Finn getting shafted from being a main role. I'm sorry? Winnie the Pooh? China. What does it have to do with Finn? Because they're racist. Did you not do you not know about that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so <laughs> when Star Wars got released sure. in China, okay. you know who's not on the poster? Oh, Finn. Yeah. I, I've yeah, I have seen stuff like that. Yeah. And like I wonder if like executive but, stuff were like But how's that even possible when you have things like Black Panther and Falcon and Winter Soldier? Did Fal- did Black Panther go overseas to China? I'd imagine so, no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, because like the big problem with Disney was like they're catering to like the Chinese market, and then like you have things. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no! He, it made sixty-five point five million in China, which was a solid account, account amount. Excuse okay. Me. Yeah. So maybe yeah. Again, again, China is the second largest movie market in the U.S. after the U.S. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, it made it made decent money in there. Okay. So I don't really think that's the case. Okay, so not conspiracies. No, I don't think that's the case. Right. I mean, it's just bad writing. It's just bad writing. Yeah, I think they just didn't have a plan, man. Because they like they they cater to the audience too much. Mm. It's either you cater to the audience from the beginning, or you just have to commit. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, it was like kind of fan service and like trying new things and then ryan johnson just like slapped it and it was like no <laughs> ryan johnson wanted to just make a movie of his yeah he didn't want to make a star wars film that i think that was the problem like overall it just didn't feel like star wars to me i mean that's that scene where the ship light speeds into the other destroyer yeah that was hot that I'm was not gonna lie, that was a cool idea I, uh, there were good elements in that movie like the fight scene with ray and kylo versus all those people well, even like that um when ray's going for like the dark side mirror hit thing. yeah that thing was cool too they were cool there was very it was very cinematic like it yeah. was cool that way and i'll give them props for that you know that's awesome yeah um but the story just was not good man they killed luke when leia died i mean um carrie fisher died and that was like an opportunity to really kill her character off too yeah because like what are you gonna do you know it was such an unfortunate situation and they had plenty of time to rewrite and reshoot not only scenes. just plenty of time to replan things but like you had a scene within that movie where you could have been oh like, my god there was two scenes where she could have died oh you're right yeah the explosion scene was the first scene they could have killed her and then the second scene is when she flew out into space but then they did that weird forced disney princess shit and i was like oh my god it's just like it was an unfortunate event and uh, you know it's it sucks and it was like so sorry you know so sad that yeah. she passed away but like how are you going to continue the film with that like you know what i mean you kind of have to work it out and they had plenty of time and like why would they kill Luke and then com- commit to having her like CG'd or put Force Awakens slash episode eight oh, scenes yeah. into episode nine? That was your genius plan when you had two opportunities to actually just kill the character? Yeah. You gave us two cock teases for because everyone was like, what are they going to do? You know, everyone was like, what are they going to do? Yeah. And the explosion could have killed her and that would have been impactful. Or this, the space thing could have killed her. The space thing could have been good because I was like... Uh, Kylo going like full like I'm gonna be evil evil no seriously cause like I don't know kill I, the I, past that was his whole point of the character that's what the whole I, I understand like I really wanted them not to have him go back to the light side here's the okay my biggest disappointment with that was the final act and how that all played out in the wait you were still talking about episode 8 right yeah okay cause first off 
Snoke, who gives a shit? That cool. Well, that ba- was so. That was that so cool shitty, bad dude. guy who fu- fuck him. Who cares, dude? He they just killed him like nobody. Like he like. Oh my goodness. Oh, he's got a cool ring and stuff, and like he's got this cool. For- not nah, fuck him. And it's like, all right, okay, okay, okay. Kyle was the bad guy, I guess. And then it's like, again with the whole. I thought they're doing the whole angle with the great Jedi thing, or like the in between. But no, they're like, no, Ray's gonna be good. Kyle's gonna be bad. Surprise! I know, and it was just—I don't know—just dumb, just dumb all the way around. And then we get full dumb, and then we get panicky mode. We get episode nine. <clears throat> yeah, episode nine was a total panic shot. Can I just say, Rise of Skywalker is the most stupid name? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Considering that they're all dead. Yeah, it's just so dumb. Oh my god, we'll get to that when they when we'll get to that part. Where, you know where the, where the Rise of Skywalker <laughs> yeah, 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 comes from. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Um, final thoughts on episode eight. I just think like they just didn't have a consistent plan. They let every director do whatever the hell they want. And then we get to episode nine where more problems faced because they fired a director that was supposed to do it and then hired JJ Abrams again. When they, if that was the case, they really should have just had him do the whole damn series. Oh my God. But so at this point as an audience, I was kind of checking out. Of Star Wars? Oh, I mean, me too. I, I've been checked out. Like, after episode 8, I was checked out. Yeah. And, like, I, I watched it. Th- you know, honestly, I watched episode 8 the first time, and I was like, whoa, that was hot. Yeah. Because all my fanboyness was coming out. You know what I mean? Right. And then I watched it a few other times, and every time I watched it since then, it's gotten worse and worse to me every single time I watch <laughs> it. Um, I think it was just, like, it was morbid curiosity keeping me around. I was like, maybe they can do something. Maybe they can pull it back. I mean, I just wanted to see the shit show in the end. You know, I was already committed. You know what I mean? I was, like, invested. I might as well see the rest of the shit show and say, fuck it. Um, but yeah. when it comes to episode nine, I mean, it was a total cop-out. Like, I almost I almost respect it less because they just backtracked on everything. The whole movie was a backtrack. It was it two was movies in one. It was backtrack and then... All right, we got to finish this. The episode nine didn't get to be episode nine because it was too busy correcting everything from episode eight. Yeah. And that's what happens when you don't have a plan. I can't believe that Disney, who does Marvel in the MCU, and, and then Disney, who does Star Wars, can do two polar opposite things in such a, fa- such a yeah. fashion. Excuse me. Because literally the MCU is planned out to a T. Right. And then we have the fucking Star Wars universe, which is just all over the fucking place. Yeah, it was... <clears throat> it was annoying because you could have worked with some of Ryan Johnson's decisions, mm-hmm. but you just fully like like the whole thing with like Ray was a nobody, like there was no family, whatever mystery, like she was just whoever. And I'm like, that could work. Like, it doesn't have to be like a family tie. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, it has it has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. For every family, for example. But no, it's like okay, it's another fucking family feud again. Here we go. I like I always like the idea that it was like the chosen one reincarnated, mm. because like well if you look at Anakin, Anakin was ground zero for the Skywalker Force family, right? He yes. he has no prior Force history. Kind of. He had no father. Well, technically, unless you follow the books and shit, where yeah. he says that Plagueis wasn't influenced it and everything. Yeah. But let's just say for the sake of the argument, right? Okay. At the time being, he didn't. You know, he had no ties to anything. Right. 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 At the time. At the time. I mean, they could have done the same thing with Ray. And just stuck with it. Because like, you saw that kid. We saw the kid in episode eight with the fucking broom who used the force. And nothing happened with that. <laughs> at all. 
Just a lot of things, a lot of open-ended things. So other than like some questionable Star Wars lore decisions, mm-hmm. the movie is a fetch quest. A bunch of fetch yeah, quests. Yeah, we got to get this holocron, which they couldn't even use the name holocron. What do they use? Oh. Some some type of shit. I only remember the word holocron. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. No, hol- holocrons are, are what was the, normally the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah I know, I know, this. I know. But I, like, I don't remember. I, don't, I, don't I know because all the reviewers. A wayfinder. Wayfinder. A wayfinder. Yeah. That's what it was. Which, Which is, is a, so dumb. Oh my god! Why couldn't you just say holocron? And then it's like we have this dagger that you have to line up to the destroyed ruins of the Death Star, built by some dude. And I'm like, who? Why? What? First off, why does a dagger exist in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> like, I know. First off, you want to know what makes me more upset mm-hmm. is that apparently in Fortnite. They had a speech. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, about fucking Palpatine's return, and yeah. that's how everyone found out. That's why in the beginning of Episode Nine, everybody knew because his speech was announced in Fortnite before the movie came out. Yeah, and <clears throat> I love oh it my god. because the movie Disgusting. stars, and it's like the Empire, the Emperor's Brack back, and you're like Brack, <laughs> Brack, Brack. Like the Emperor has returned, and it's like, what? How? He's dead. He he fell down in the shaft, and he exploded. I know. Such a weird way to open a film. And then what's Poe? It's like, guys, I've, I've just got some bad news. The Emperor has returned. And you're like, okay. okay. <laughs> first off, no foreshadowing. No foreshadowing. No foreshadowing whatsoever. None. Zero. Seto. None. And then oh my God. they did Snoke. I, I've never seen a de-evolution of a character as hard as Snoke. He like he started out as a fifty foot foot like alien thing, and I was like, "Yo, I would love to see a lightsaber fight with that." Let's go. Every single succeeding appearance of him made him worse, and to the point where he's like, he was actually a clone of Palpatine. And he got like, smaller with each film. He was in a tube. The last one, because he was a clone thing, and I'm like, <sighs> "Wow, wow, like." Okay, <laughs> wow, <laughs> and and like also Phasma didn't get shit either. She oh, we didn't talk about that in episode eight. She yeah, she dies. Yeah, because she was so unimportant. Oh my god, <laughs> the disrespect on just all platforms. So, too. have you seen the deleted scene? Which one? So there's a deleted scene for episode eight, which like properly sets up her death, and like makes Finn's arc kind of complete. You know, because. He how so? Cause like I don't remember exact details, but like, cause he, she's set up as like his antagonist, right? Yeah. And like they have the proper fight, and he's like, and she's like, "You're just gonna be nothing but scum," and he's like, "Yeah, rebel scum," and like fucking ye- eats her off the platform, yeah. and it's like, yeah, cause he finally became not a stormtrooper anymore. Like that's his. Um, it, I don't know. It's just it's just a mess. I mean, yeah. Let's talk should. about the Knights of Ren. Oh my god! I forgot about the Knights of Ren! The coolest <laughs> characters of the whole fucking series, and they do nothing. My favorite thing is, like, they get teased in Force Awakens. Like, they're, yeah, like, the baddest of the bad, the Knights right? of Ren. You guys better be ready. Like, you know the Magna Guards? Fuck those bitches. You know the Red Guards? Losers. Knights of Ren? Gotta kick your ass. And it's like, alright. Mm, it doesn't and show up. Ryan Johnson's like, who the Ooh, fuck are these fuck losers? Are these guys, <laughs> yeah, dude. get out of here. And they're like, okay, well... I have them still, so let's just a uh, Scooby Doo Scooby Doo goose chase around. 
Oh my god, I know. And then like Lando came back and, oh. and did nothing. <laughs> and um, the only, I mean, I like the scene where, first off, I don't know where Ray learned how to force heal or where this magically came. She from. played Knights of the Old Republic. I guess, <laughs> but um, I guess she had the old books. So maybe that's where. Maybe that's where it came from. But they got but destroyed, didn't they? I thought they didn't get destroyed. She, no, she had them. Uh, I'm. She had them on the ship. She had. Them. Oh, okay. So she, like, maybe she read it off of there or something. But um. He, they thought Luke thought they got destroyed, but uh, Yoda was like, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Funny joke. Yeah, I'll do that another time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, it, they thought he got destroyed, but she actually took them before she left. Overall, oh, okay. Um, never mind that. I like the scene where she like heals him, and then like he has a whole. Uh, Leia does that whole scene where she projects Han back, and that makes him change. Yeah. Okay. But, so here's the thing, right? Yeah. Speaking of Ray. Sure. Our titular protagonist. Talk about, I hate to say this term, Mary Sue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. She just wasn't interesting. Well, because you, she, she started off interesting. I was like, sure. Some slaver girl. I would say that. I mean, she's, yeah, I, f- I feel that she was interesting in the beginning. And or like, she had potential at least. Yeah, right, right, right. And like, in the, at least even, I know like the eighth one has contention to it, but like, I like the idea that she was not perfect in the sense that like she had the dark side thing in her and she could, she did fall for it. She mm-hmm. fell to the dark side briefly. Yeah, she did. She used force lightning, which is cool. Yeah. And that's like, but then it was like, no, I know how to do these things now. And like, I could just do it out of whim. And like, honestly, if they were going to go the route of redeeming Kylo, I would have liked to see Ray fall. Yeah. That would have been cool. It's either I would have liked two things. I would have liked they committed with Kylo because like, I I didn't like that Darth uh Darth, you know Darth Vader was redeemed, which was perfect. Yeah. Obviously, I just didn't want them to rehash that with his grandson, and that's pretty much just what they did. Like, not every single Sith Lord can be redeemed. No, you know what I mean. And how impactful would it have been if if a Luke's nephew fell to the dark side and stayed there? He was a Sith Lord. Like that's that was his thing, you know. Or even the switch, like. Kylo became good yeah, and, and Ray became, became well they're gonna make her a Palpatine they might as well have done that you know what I mean oh my okay so oh, yeah. a number of things she could have been anyone yeah and uh, Kenobi imagine yeah I mean I don't know how they would have explained that but oh yeah him and Obi-Wan and Satine got a little freaky one night <laughs> yeah but like 50 years 50 ago 50 years ago um but so there's two also two things that also really rubbed me the wrong way so, the big thing with this film is, like, Palpatine has been secretly alive. The whole time. On this backwater planet. The whole time. In a secret specter of space. The whole time. Building a massive-ass fleet. The whole time. Of Star Destroyers. The whole time. Each one is equipped with a Death Star laser. The whole time. The whole time. And, like, he's been abducting all these people, and it has got, like, a Sith cult. The whole time. And I'm like, okay. Because you see the shots in our trailers and, like, in the movie, too. Like, you see, like, rows upon rows going to the horizon of Mm -hmm. Star Destroyers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how many people did you have? Because... Oh, you want to know some shit? Mm Mm-hmm. You want to know some shit? So, I I was... I read some of the comics, too. Yeah. And it turns out, like, Darth Vader... I was reading the Darth Vader comic. Yeah. And it turns out he found Exegol. And he went there to confront Palpatine. And he fought him. It was, like, after episode five. And um, he had the Star Destroyers then. 
And this is canon. Yeah. See, this is retconning now. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to fix the mistakes. Yeah. And it's not working. Well, yeah, especially with comics, man. It's hard because you have so many different art, like, not artists, but you have so many different um, writers after a certain time. You know, they do a run. Right. And they switch writers. You can't stay consistent. It's very hard. TV shows, movies, things like that, you you can kind of stay more consistent because it's, it's more concise. But when it comes to comics, it's like never ending. You know what I mean? Right. It's like how how can you even like fathom all of it? So here's the thing, right? Sure. Uh, you know the YouTuber Eckhart Slatter? No, I have no idea. So he's a big like Star Wars buff guy and goes into like okay. the lore and. Do stuff. you know who Star Wars theory is? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah same, I watched, same vein as that. Yeah, yeah. So they were going into like a deep dive of Episode Nine. If you want to talk about rushed, so those star destroyers, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, in Star Wars lore, if you if you're really paying attention as a fan, sure. So there's two models of star destroyers. There's a like model one, which was you see in Episode Four mm-hmm. when they're first introduced, sure. And then Episode Five onwards, there's a the new model, mm-hmm. and the only way you can really tell the difference is like the bridge looks slightly different. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can tell the difference. Yeah. So, you look at the Star Destroyers in these films, they're the Mark 1s, which the only reason why they're the Mark 1s, because the assets for them were just recently created for Rogue One. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so they just, like, brought them, they made it bigger, and then, like, in whatever <sighs> program they're using, like, Blender or like Max, 3D Max, just, like, they really stuck just, on a they gun. They really just reused that thing. Yeah. Wow. And it's just like you couldn't even do man. like a cool design. They have like all this money. Like why? Like you like, look, I don't know. you look at the art book and like design processes, and like you can see like new star destroyer designs. I'm like, mm-hmm. this would have been so much cooler. At least I've been like, yeah, it's a new weapon, and not just like you fucking just to put a gun on a star. I know destroyer. they just like duct tape the gun to it. and yeah. called it a new thing. Or even. Why the fuck, if you want to be, like, a cool thing, why didn't you just take the Eclipse? Oh, I know what you mean. Like, from the first one? You know what I'm talking about? Wait, I don't think I do know so, what you're talking about. in the extended lore... Okay. There was, like, Palpatine's flagship, if you will. Okay. It was a massive-ass Star Destroyer called the Eclipse. Does it just take... Does it take the energy from a star and then... No. Okay, I'm thinking about something else. Though. Yeah, you're thinking about something else. Um, it... It's like a giant black Star Destroyer, bigger than like the Super Star Destroyer. Sure. And it's got like a cool like point thing on the bottom and stuff. And it has a Death Star laser built into it. But it's not like um, planet bustering thing. It, like, it can fuck it up pretty bad, but not to the level of like Death Star. Yeah, there it is. Like look how rad that looks. Dude, that looks sick as fuck. What the hell? That looks epic as hell. Oh, I see. It has like the peak. Yeah. And I'm like that. Like if you had those, that would be so much cooler because it's like this big ass ship. It's intimidating and it, like it kind of connects to the extended universe. But no, we use assets, boy. <laughs> it's such a shame. And now my second problem. Okay. All right. So. I listened to a podcast called The Super Best Friend Cast, sure. or now known as The Castle Super Beast. Mm-hmm. And they, when episode nine came out, they talked about uh, the movie in like a spoiler cast fashion. And they brought up a question near the end. 
or a prompt, if you will. Sure. Who, like, the only villain of the series is Palpatine. Is what this has implied. Because he was there for the prequels. He was there for the original. He was there for the sequels. Everything he's done has been all Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Unoriginal. And then it went further. And it's like, who is to say that the only Sith Lord was just Palpatine this entire time? Well, they kind of implied that, right? Well, because like everyone else was like, oh, yeah. Like Count Dooku and stuff, like you were a Sith Lord, sure. You just had a red lightsaber and you could do stuff. But like to the degree of He just used the dark side. He wasn't a Sith Lord. Yeah. Well he was yeah. he was Darth Trace. Well yeah, he, he was, but like I mean like he, he wasn't as feared. Yeah. And like you have a cyborg with four arms, or you have Darth Maul where <laughs> it's like, all right. Whatever. Darth Maul's cool. Don't disrespect him. He's Darth cool, Maul. but like Palpatine was like bitch. Get out here. Yeah, but he kinda made his own way. We could talk about Maul. Later, get, when we yeah. get to when we get to other things, yeah. But um, I want to wrap up the sequels a little bit, um, yeah, soon. But you're right. I mean, it's just a a creative black hole where it's just like don't have anything to, to to do. I mean, like they also implied technically what you were saying that he is like the main Sith Lord because he was like, kill me and become all of us. Remember, he's mentioned. He I love how like his that. motivations kept changing during that final fight, of like. You strike me down, and then you become taking my place. And it's like, well, actually, strike me down, and then I'll invade your body. It's like, well, actually, I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> I know, right? And if you even go back further, it was like, Kylo, kill her. No, Ray, kill him. And it's just yeah. like, he's just like, whatever. If you look at all of them, technically, he just does random shit all the time. Well, no. He, he was. Yes, he does, man. One time he wants to kill Padme. Next, he doesn't want to kill Padme. Uh, like why do that? Why? What was the purpose? You yeah, know what I mean. There's right. there are certain things okay, that he does. Okay. There are certain things that he does that make no fucking sense. I whatsoever. guess like to this degree of like you're at this big climactic fight with all these spirits of the Jedi and stuff, and sure. you're like, what do I do? <laughs> I know. I don't know. That whole I don't know. The whole movie sucks. Also, we phantom menaced our enemy because guess what? There's gonna be the one starship. That controls all the other Star Destroyers. Shoot it down and everyone dies. <laughs> oh, I know. They have to find a way. And then they, they fucking fuck up Finn again, dude. Because yeah. they try to imply that he's Force sensitive, but they never say it. And they never do anything with it, really. And then, I guess the biggest fuck you is the end. Oh, my God. When they call her Ray Skywalker. Yes. Fucking kill the me. The Rise of Skywalker. Fucking kill me, please. Is murder me, Thank please. God we had exposition old lady there to tell us who are you? Who are you? As if I care. <laughs> if I see if I'm a, if I'm an old person or if I'm just a person in general, and I see some random person with a lightsaber, I'm just gonna keep walking. I'm not gonna talk to them and be like, "Who are you, man?" Yeah, I did like that her lightsaber was um like a, a yellow orangey the color though. Yeah, I mean, cool, but one lightsaber does not make them. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. dude, no, of course not, but. I also love the final fuck you where they buried Anakin's lightsaber in sand. <laughs> I hate sand. He It's coarse. It gets everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, big old fuck you to the Skywalker name. <laughs> Just, Seriously. I hope they I hope they do something cool with him in the Kenobi series, but we don't got to get into that right now. Yeah. So, this was a couple, well, no, a year ago, two years ago, when the Skywalker came out. 
Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. I think it was 2019. Yeah. So at this point, we like <laughs> cleaned our hands and we're like, Sky- Star Wars is dead. All right. Well, they did Solo after episode eight and it did terrible. So that's why they panicked and did episode nine. Yeah. But I didn't care. <clears throat> and per usual, they got to get the man himself, Dave Filoni, to fix everything. <laughs> Yo, seriously. Mandalorian. Was so awesome. What a return. Dude, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are the guys, for sure. I think, like, it's kind of an oxymoron, but I feel like the most interesting Star Wars stuff is when it doesn't have anything to do with the Force. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's more than that, man. They can't. They don't have to focus on the Jedi and the Sith all the time. Yeah. But, you know, they can still implement them, but it doesn't have to be their story. And The Mandalorian proves that. Yeah, I loved it being a Western. Oh, dude, it was so dope. It was such a cool concept. Yeah. And then they added Grogu. Grogu. Baby Yoda. So, Grogu's dead, isn't he? <laughs> no. Well, because he got picked up by Luke, right? Yeah. And then went to, to be trained to be a Jedi. Oh, so you're assuming that Kylo killed him? <laughs> Until uh, until otherwise stated. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. I I thought the same thing when I saw that. I'm like, oh no, he's a goner, bro. <laughs> Rip. I was like, dude, you just you just fucked up completely. <laughs> Kylo's going down and just got sniped. Well, there there are theories. There are theories that there's some time time travel shenanigans. Oh Jesus. Um, because if you recall, Luke said in the in the sequels that Kylo was the first person that he trained, or it was his first student. Right, which is clearly untrue because he had Grogu. So it's either A, no one knows about Grogu and he hit him, or B, uh, they went to the the room of space, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. From Rebels. Yeah, from Rebels. And they switched it up. It's one of those two. Um, Who knows? Overall, we'll, we'll find out eventually, yeah. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, otherwise, you know, he's dead. We can pronounce him <laughs> dead for now until Mandalorian season three does something with him or whatever. Yeah. But um, but Mandalorian as a show was so refreshing, mm-hmm. and I loved every minute of it. Well, I think Star Wars is at its best when it focuses on its world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like going to all these planets, meeting all these different people, and all these storylines and everything that are interjecting that have nothing to do with the main, you know, Skywalkers mm-hmm. or Palpatines. Yeah. Or, yeah. Even though they're they're trying to do inklings, yeah, of trying to establish the first order in Mandalorian to give setup. That's yeah. what they do. That's what Dave Filoni does That's best. That's also the thing. The Empire actually felt threatening, like because with the first order and whatever, it was kind of like, who mm-hmm. cares? Yeah, the first order of. never really felt like mm. a bunch of babies running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, like this one, it was like you had. One little Star Destroyer, whatever it was, like a cruiser thing. And that was like the big ship. I, I just love how much it fills the gaps. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what Dave Filoni and, and does best. Like, he did that with Clone Wars, too. And um, it, like, he saved the prequels for me, in my eyes. Oh, definitely. Um, With Clone Wars. And I think he's trying to do the same thing with the sequels. I think <laughs> the sequels are too far gone, even for his talents. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I love Mandalorian. I love I love the character of uh, of Jin. Yeah, I think he's sick. I love like his attitude and his code. Yeah, and I love like it was yeah. fascinating seeing the Mandalorians like their culture and stuff. Well, the, how their culture converted from yeah. like what it was to what it is now. Yeah, yeah. And um, I lo- I just love how they brought in Clone Wars characters. Man, it's like he knew exactly was- who he was trying to reach. Man, right? Exactly. 
seeing Ahsoka and having Bo-Katan, the voice actor for Bo-Katan, play her IRL is so cool. Yeah, it was rad. Dude, I love that so much. Seeing her in Ahsoka live action, finally. Yeah, that Dude, was cool. Dude, that episode was so amazing. Seeing the Darksaber was rad the dark seeing the dark saber live action was rad dude and now that he has it oh my god that was cool oh my god everything about mandalorian is hot i love it soundtrack was amazing Mm -hmm. i don't i'm sorry i cannot remember the composer off my head but like i saw the behind the scenes of him and he had a cool ass setup going i was oh the composer yeah i was like you go man like because there's always a big fear with star wars in terms of like music wise because you have to pair up against the man himself john williams Mm -hmm. and like the, half the reason why Star Wars movies have any credibility at all is, is because, because of that music. man. Yeah. Right. He makes every corny scene cool. Yeah. And so, like, to, like, go on to this project and be like, all right, you can hint at John Williams, but make something original. Like, I can't imagine the pressure on your shoulders from that. Seriously, dude. And he, he pulled it off. He pulled it off sickly. And the fact that they brought back Boba. Boba. Boba, too. I'm sorry. I, like, I just, I just love Mandalorian so yeah. much. I love, like, all the cool things they brought back. The dark troopers were rad as shit too. Oh, I agree. And Luke fucking mopping the floor with them too. <laughs> well, that's why ten I, out of ten. I think that's why I liked because it's kind of scaled down where it's yeah. like a simple droid thing can affect them. Like they can, it could kill them. Yeah, and then like if there was a Jedi there, it'd just be like, oh, it's just another day, bro. Prequel days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking clankers, but uh, clankers, <laughs> bloody um, clankers, bloody clankers. Um, but yeah, no, it was just. A wonderful surprise. Because I was, like I said, I was burned out on Star Wars after the mm-hmm. sequels. And mm. I saw Mandalorian, I was like, oh, I know, more shit. Right. But people were like, no, 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 no. Maybe it's just stay in episode form. Maybe, like, like See, that's like what seasons. I was also thinking. Like TV. Because with, like, Clone Wars and Bad Batch and Mandalorian, like, seeing Star Wars as an episode format, it's like, I feel like you can do They can so cover much. more. Yeah. And it feels like it doesn't have to be constrained to the movie. Or time. one story. Or one story. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's where they should go from now on. I th- it feels like that's what they're doing. I mean, there's going to be more films supposedly on the list, you know? Is there? Yeah. Oh, jeez. They got the Rangers of Republic film, I think, that uh, the director of Wonder Woman is doing. Something like that. Oh, um, I agree. And a few others. Acolyte, I think, is another one. Uh. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm interested in seeing what they do with the Boba Fett um, TV show and the Kenobi TV show. I'm fascinated with the technology of Mandalorian, and I really want to see that be explored more. Because do you, do you know about how the, it was filmed? Um, not particularly. What do you mean? So they designed a film stage mm-hmm. where it was surrounded by LEDs, screens. Okay. And... All the landscapes you see in Mandalorian are all screen projections. Really? Because they take Unity, like the game engine, mm-hmm. loaded environments, and like set up the scene. And depending on where the camera is moving to, the environment will adjust to fit to make sure it looks like a 3D distance. That's cool. And it's fascinating because that opened up so many possibilities mm-hmm. for like uh shows and movies that don't have that massive budget mm-hmm. like because you could just film anywhere mm-hmm. you just have to like load in a unity project saves money yeah and you could change lighting because because that's also the thing because before you had like green screens and blue screens and 
that was a pain in the ass because you have to rotoscope everything and yeah. like you have to make sure the lighting is right on the actors mm-hmm. so it fits in the environment. But because it's an LED screen, the lighting is already present because it's the environment, mm-hmm. and it's like it just streamlines the whole process. Yeah, it makes it simple overall, and less like less like um, I don't know what's what's the word I'm looking for. CGA, CGI uh, bait. Like, that and like, um, I'm trying to say over the top, maybe. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I, I'm interested. That's cool. I, as you see that on Disney Plus, is there like an explanation? Yeah, there's for a that? behind the scenes thing for Mandalorian. I gotta watch that. You show. definitely need to. I mean, because they did it well where they had like, they had like the stage. Yeah. And they had some physical environment, but then it like it was seamlessly transitioned into like. Into that background or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so smart. Like, that's so. I know. S- I love the costume designs in that show too. Oh yeah, all the Mandalorian armor looks sick. I think just also creature designs in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just cool to see in the Star Wars world. You know, yeah. that's what that's what makes Star Wars great. Honestly, and it's just it's really cool to see the family dynamic between Jin and and Baby Yoda yeah. or Grogu. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I really felt for it. I mean, it, it's a it was a show for anybody. You don't even have to be a Star Wars fan and enjoy that show. Yeah, like my girl, uh, my girlfriend. Um, doesn't necessarily like Star Wars, but she likes uh, Mandalorian overall. Yeah, I mean, my my sister is like also the most like <laughs> she's never gonna listen to this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the most like white girl Instagram who gives a sh- like normie, normie, and like she enjoyed it. Yeah, it's for everybody. You could really just enjoy that show. It's about a father and a son. That's pretty much what it really is. Yeah, at the core. Um. Moving on to another um, Dave Filoni show, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. For anybody who hasn't seen Clone Wars and is interested in Star Wars, you're doing yourself a disservice, man. Like, it adds so much context well, to the movies. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm wondering, maybe we should preamble this with the prequels. <laughs> sure, we can go into the prequels first. It's fine. Because prequels were an interesting thing of... So here's what happened, right? You uh, had one the, and two sucks. Three's okay, and that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> the gist of it, yeah. <laughs> right. So what happened is the original trilogy is written by George Lucas, but it's white. His wife, and he's got a bunch of writers, and like there was people keeping him reined in, and like kind of like, oh well, maybe George, you shouldn't do that, or like maybe you should do that, like that mm-hmm. emphasize that boy. And then with the prequels, they were either fired or divorced. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was just George, and no one said no to him. George is not a good writer. And George is not a good writer by himself. Mm-mm. Even the even the crew, like from the originals, were tell him like stuff and do yeah. things. You know what I mean? Like the cast too. Right. Yeah, I mean episode one is a tr- is a dump fire for sure. It is a garbageo. To times like fifty, dude. It's so well. Bad. I mean. Attack of the Clones is worse. You think so? Well, because at least fucking uh, Phantom Menace gave us Duel of the Fates. Yeah. That's the only redeeming factor of that in Darth Maul. I know. Darth Maul. Darth Maul's sick. But, oh, like, who gives a shit about Attack of the Clones? Like, I don't. I particularly don't. You know, I used to like that one when I was younger, obviously, because I didn't understand what's, good, <laughs> yeah. what's a good movie and what's a bad movie. Right. But so it has like a little bit of a nostalgia factor for right. me but i don't like the film and i don't think it's good at yeah. all it's just the writing that one is terrible oh, and yeah. some of the acting is not that great either but it's part it's mostly the writing they I didn't really have sand. much to work with 
Yeah. <laughs> it's coarse. It gets everywhere. But that's what's so interesting is, like, Anakin's my favorite character, and it has nothing to do with the prequels. It's mostly about Clone Wars. Yeah. Because Clone Wars makes it better. It re- it adds a lot of context. Yeah. Because so, I mean, I love episode three, though. Episode three, I mean, I was talking to one of my friends who's a director. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> sounds toy toy like director. Any director, let's be. Um, <laughs> not the bash, but like I'm not gonna oh pretend I know God. anyone. From <laughs> oh we're all indie people here. Um, but we were talking about like the prequels and stuff, and it's like the reason why everyone loves Revenge of the Sith is because it's the darkest one, mm-hmm. and like everything got like the serious tone to it, which was great. I I really love it. I think when Star Wars gets serious, it's its best. Order 66 to this day is still one of the most soul-crushing things to happen. Oh, dude, everything about Order 66 is interesting. Every Man. time they give us little trinkets of what happened, it's always the most engaging. Um, I mean, just the whole fall from, like, Anakin being a little boy. Yeah. You know, who had a lot of hope and dreams of becoming this thing. And then uh, just to see the fall into this depraved... You know, slave. He was born a slave, and, and he, he died a slave. Yeah. Like literally, it's pretty crazy. It was. It was. It's a good parallel. Um, I I loved. And we can see it was like again, like George is George Lucas is interesting where he's not great at like the small writing stuff, like dialogue. He's really bad at, but the big concepts. picture stuff and concepts, he does really well. So if you notice, all the villains of the prequels. All pieces of Darth Vader. They're all pieces of Darth Vader. All of them are pieces of Darth Vader. In what way? Like Maul is the Vader, the rage, rage right? Dooku is the sort of sophisticated Sith regalness, and then uh, Grievous, Grievous is the is machine. The machine is the cyborg. Component. He's the precursor to Vader because he's got the whole coffin going on. Well, you know what's interesting is that uh, Palpatine gave Vader that suit on purpose as a punishment. Yeah. So it's like he could have gave him a more advanced suit mm-hmm. where he'd be, you know, more mobile and stronger and stuff. Yeah. But he won because he was afraid of him, you yeah. know, to get he didn't want Palpatine didn't want him to get stronger than him. Right. And then um, secondly, because he was, it was a punishment. I, I don't really like the Metachlorian thing, you know, overall. But if we're going to it's it's canon. So um, he had like the most out of everybody. Yeah. And then when he got cut up by uh, Obi-Wan and he became Vader. It's stated that he could only be eighty percent of what Palpatine is. Yeah, it's like such a such a loss, man. It's just it's tragic. It's tragic to see, right? Like, you know, it's, it's such a tragedy. And you're still a boss ass bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like you always see like the torturedness of it. Yeah. Like he did all of it to save his wife, and in the end, he was the one who killed his wife. I think that even th- like also like the movies kind of did like a bad context of like it looked like she just died of sadness. Well, you can actually die from a broken heart. Yeah, but that's like, what happened. It was kind of corny. It but was, but I hey. think what actually happened, because you know, uh, uh, Palpatine's always going on about like the power to save ones you love, mm-hmm. and well, like, the manipulation. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I think he actually achieved it in a sense, like he saved himself by taking another life, which is his wife, because yeah. he starts breathing again the moment her heartbeat stops in the movie. But is that just cinematic stuff? I don't mean I don't know, but like, if it is just cinematic, then that was cool. But like, mm-hmm. if it also can have a lot of context of like, 
this is what actually occurred. Yeah. And it makes the whole thing more tragic because, like, he killed his one he loved just to save himself. You know, there's a comic series, um, not to keep going back to that, but it's always yeah. prevalent, like, um, where he actually builds, it, it shows how he built the tower on Mustafar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, he gets, like, this Sith artifact helmet where it's, like, has a Sith entity in there yeah. who's an architect. Yeah. And, like, if you just put on anyone, he possesses that body. And it was all because there was, like, this little, like, this, like, ancient Sith, like, um, uh, sculpture or something. I forget mm. what it is. But it was a portal to a different dimension. And in that dimension, he, he foresaw his fight with Ahsoka. And he foresaw a lot of things, but he also saw Padme there. And he was trying to save her. It was like, it was like a, it was like a, um, I don't know, a chance, I guess, mm. to maybe save her, right? And, like, take her back and, like, have her again. And um, she, he was like, Padme, come with me. And you could see, like, he was himself, but he had, like, d- like sh- uh, shadow limbs, because obviously he's limbless, right? And you have to see him, like, take out the whole Jedi Council and the whole Jedi Order. Honestly, all of them are there, yeah. and they're all like, like we're, you know, let's go, you know? <laughs> and he was just, he just mopped all of them. Because he was, like, his prime. He was, like, his full body right. again, right? So he was just killing everyone. It was crazy. And then he um he finds Pad- Padme, and uh, she she's like, uh, he's like, come with me. And she's like, are you a ghost? Because Anakin is dead or something. Yeah. And she just, she falls. She, like, kills herself. She falls off the cl- like the cliff that they were on. Oh, wow. And he tries to save her. He's like, no. And he shoots, like, force lightning and just evaporates her Oh, again. my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was, like... Uh, he says a holocron of Palpatine. Palpatine's like, "Did you find what you need?" And he was like, "I did." And that was like the last straw for him. I think that's like when like Luke came to him and he was like, "There's too late for me." Yeah. It was after that, like you know, after that like situation that he had overall. That's mm-hmm. when he really committed to being Vader. Oh, wow. It's pretty crazy. Um, but I think Clone Wars is so prevalent. I want to talk about it so bad. Okay, I get. It. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> Clone Wars takes place between Episode two and three. Yes. So it's like you get to see for people who don't know, you get to see like the whole war. Because yeah. like in the be- literally you you get you start the, uh, you get the start of the war in episode two yeah and then you get to enter the war in episode three so there's like all this war that you didn't see and you find out like Anakin had a Padawan named Ahsoka right um you always get these stories about um Anakin and Kenobi and going through these like you know well because like you were told like oh yeah they're such bros and but like, you don't really see it yeah you don't really see it but so, Clone Wars gives it to you yeah you get to see them like bicker sometimes but they never really fight and they're always like joking with each other and they care about each other they really see it it's really cool yeah. you see Anakin actually be a hero like he was supposed to be the hero of the war yeah and you actually see that like he's always like winning battles and like he's always coming up on the upper hand yeah. And, like, I don't know. You really get to see, like, a lot of cool character development for everybody. And you really get to, again, explore that Star Wars world. I want to, I like to say Clone Wars is my favorite time period of any of the Star Wars media. Oh, 100%, dude. I 100%. Love Clone Wars. And the clones. The clones are so good. They're so cool. Rex and all of them, man. I, yeah. Fives. And <laughs> uh, fives, Echo, Jesse. Nine, Clone 99. Clone 99. R.I.P. Oh, man. Pulling out. But <laughs> F's in the chat. Also, the villain gallery is also amazing. Oh, amazing, man. They have so many different villains as not just Palpatine. Like, Ventress was really cool. Like, that was that, a cool addition. It was like an antithesis to um to Ahsoka. Yeah. So what's interesting, because there were two Clone Wars series, right? Yeah. One was a short micro series that predated the release of Episode 3. Mm-hmm. And then there was this one, the 2008, where mm-hmm. it originally started. Yeah. Um, and Ventress was in the original one. 
She was a one. She was. Yeah, she was. Um, because it's a continuation. Um, the first one, the first Clone Wars series takes place when Anakin's even still a Padawan. Um, yeah. And uh, it's year one of the of the war, and and I think it goes into Clone Wars, which is an anthology. So it takes place at every section takes place at different times. There's no real correlation, like correlated timeline. Yeah. To Clone Wars, season, uh, the second series, um. But that takes place primarily between like War Two and beyond until it finally ends. If it does, if they actually are connected, no, they are connected. It's confirmed. Is it actually? Yeah, oh, they're connected. That makes me so happy because you you see not to cut you off. I'm yeah. sorry, but that you see in the end of the first series, you see Anakin's the Jedi Knight. Yeah. At the end, and then it continues onward, and he's continuing to be a Jedi Knight, and it just goes forward from there, pretty much. Well, at the, the end of the micro series, is Palpatine getting captured? Wait, is it really? Yeah. They did that in that one too. I didn't. Even, I don't even remember that. It's well, so no, it's it's the capture. Oh, they show. I remember they show it because uh, Grievous comes into the palace, yeah. right? I show. I remember that. Show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like my favorite thing. If this is, if it is are, connected, yeah, it is. Oh, because my boy Grievous. He was so boy, cool in the first. He series, was so. Man. He was so cool in the first series. Cool, <laughs> like, uh, oh my god, why am I my, Genny Tarkovsky, like. Made him such a cool. Oh, the voice actor. In, no, no, the he's the uh, director. Person. Oh, the director person. He's I'm a sorry. samurai jack. Yeah. You know? Oh, for real. Yeah. Oh, cool. And like he knew he's like I'm gonna make Grievous like a force of nature, like alien style villain. Mm-hmm. And like it, he was intimidating. Like yeah. you see him like throw down against five Jedi, and you're like, yeah, that's how you know he collected all those lightsabers. Yeah, like, but in the second series, he doesn't really do a lot. He uh, he got. He killed a Padawan. That's what I remember. Yeah, he got he got his... he got nerfed like well, hard. It's partially George Lucas's fault because he didn't know what to do with Grievous. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's the mustache twirling villain of the week. It's like he yeah. also murders the fuck out of Jedi. I'm like, okay, well, it's gotta be one of them. It's gotta be one of them, right? And yeah. he like half committed to like villain of the week, and it kind of gave yeah. like the badass Jedi killing thing to Maul. Oh, because they brought back Darth Maul in the second series. Yeah. That's one of the best things about the series is they brought back Maul. And he just goes on a fucking tangent, yeah. man. <laughs> he just goes on a tangent. Yeah. Oh, my God. Him and he finds out he has a brother named Savage. What they call him? <laughs> Savage. What is Savage? Savage. <laughs> his name is fucking Savage. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was it. cool, too. He was cool as shit. Yeah, he was. And they just go on this freaking, this, this whole hunt for Kenobi. Yeah. And they just freaking take over Mandalore. Oh man, it's so cool. They literally just split Grievous, like his like hatred of Kenobi, and like we're just gonna make a new character. Seriously, I know. I just love Maul because he's still in, he was still in the series for so long until he you know he eventually met his end in Rebels. But like, it's just so cool to see that they brought him back and made him such a cool badass character. Well, because like Phantom Menace, he was kind of like shafted. Cool, yeah, he was like a cool design, but like he really didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. But like here, there's so much motivations, and like he's so angry with. You get to see like his personality. He doesn't even talk in the first one. Yeah, like, maybe once, right? Yeah. I forget. He's like responds to a holocron thing or whatever. Yeah, but like barely. Yeah, exactly, but barely. Yeah, he actually gets to talk, which is so cool. Yeah, and. Like, it's, like, Maul was such a cool, like, surprise, where it was, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, when sometimes we bring back characters who are supposed yeah. to be dead, <clears throat> yeah. uh, it, like, oh, God, why are you doing this? Yeah, it goes it goes south real fast. Yeah, but, like, this was such a cool, like, thank you, Dave <laughs> Filoni. This was amazing. I think my also, one of the things I really liked about Clone Wars, as it went on, 
is that you start seeing like it got darker and more mm-hmm. like mature. Well, you could just well because you know what's coming. Well, you know what's coming, but like you start to see like why Anakin goes down the rabbit hole of the dark side. Well, you can see that throughout the whole series, man. The Jedi get really political. Yeah, but like I mean, like you really see at the forefront here of mm-hmm. like they're making like they did a whole thing with like Kenobi was faked his death and yeah then, like they fucked him with that and one. it's like you what else are you keeping from me like Jesus Christ then Ahsoka left because they accused her of murder yeah and that whole thing and then like Anakin gets pretty close to some war crimes <laughs> like yeah I mean he gets and you also see like it's not just a sudden change like you see a little bit of it in Episode two you see a little you see it in Episode three obviously but it's like a, a big jump you know what I mean right and throughout the season you really get to see. His decline into the dark side, yeah, because he does a lot of shady shit. Yeah. Okay. So, Clone Wars is awesome, mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh yeah, the the dark part, right? Yeah, it was getting dark, and and like you see, really Anakin's decline into yeah. the dark side in general, and um, it just gives so much context to Episode Three. It's so much needed context because like people are always like. Oh, and it can just really turn really quickly. Like, yeah, just it's not the case Kate though. Mace Windu, and that was it. And, ch- and the children and everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's like no, but now you're like, oh, I see, because like it's it's been building up this mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah, exactly. And um, season seven, season seven was amazing. Well, I'm sorry, let me strike that. Part part one of season seven was dope. The middle part could not care less. Yeah. Could remove it. And then the last few episodes of season seven. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Was amazing, stellar. Yeah, stellar. Oh my god! I I literally told my cousin because we're Star Wars fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the last four episodes of season seven is probably the best piece of Star Wars media that's ever come out. Yeah, it's so good. The music's really good. The, the tension's music's so amazing. Good. You can feel that. You can cut the tension with a knife, like completely. Oh my god! And I love because season says season seven, the last four episodes take place during revenge of the sith you know what i did i watched actually um season seven completely right mm. and then what i did was a few weeks after is i watched episode three i paused it i started watching clone wars the, those four episodes <laughs> yeah. and like we're met back with uh episode three i would yeah. put it back on and switch back into the yeah. clone wars and it was like whoa dude i so love, awesome i just loved seeing like the context of things of like it, it like it fits in the holes. It fits yeah. in the holes so perfectly. And it's like Obi Wan's like, oh yeah, I'm about to approach you to pow now. And yeah, previous it's, it's like, oh fuck, we're here. Like yeah, dude, it's just amazing. And then when you hear um freaking Hayden Christensen's voice when he's like, oh no, what have I done? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? That was great. It was just so cool. And it's just like you see that you really see the impact and how devastating Order sixty six really was. Yeah. You really get that vibe. Like this was like some crazy shit. Yeah, and what was cool also, because earlier on before the Clone Wars series, it was implied that Order 66 was kind of this just, like, known thing mm-hmm. that the clones had. And, like, it wasn't a chip. It was, like, a known order. And, like, they were just like, okay, boof, and, like, shoot yeah. them. So now you have the context of, like, it's a force programming, which yeah. makes it all the more heart-crushing because, like, you just see, like, the cool, like, oh, the clone bros, and they're just like not human anymore they literally fought with the jedi for years like they were all cool with yeah. the jedi everyone was friends and you just see your friends turn against you and it's not even their fault it's just so yeah. crazy it's so heartbreaking it was a really heart-wrenching Re- to watch Rex, it was just like cool. fighting it 
was, yeah, he was like trying not to kill, like not trying not to kill Ahsoka. Yeah, and it was just, it was just so cool. It was like it was first off, it was sad to see Rex having to like come to the realization that his brothers are not his brothers anymore. Yeah, you know, once he got the chip out and everything. Right. And it was, just, it was just crazy. Like, all of it was crazy. Like, Ahsoka fighting Maul, and then them fighting, to, like, like, releasing Maul, yeah. and Maul, like, just going crazy with the forest and everything. Going sicko mode on mm-hmm. <laughs> I I love him destroying the... The, um, the, 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 yeah, the hyper, the hyper, the hyper drive, the hyper drive yeah. engine, yeah. And then it just emerges, like, on fire. <laughs> yeah, seriously, he's just so cool, man. Maul is the best. That's the best thing about that series, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was just amazing. It was amazing to see. And then the last scene was perfect. That was a. It was so perfect because Clone Wars, like, it started out as kind of like this could show like villain of the week thing. Mm-hmm. People die in that show though. But like, yeah, by the end, you have like the reality of like you had a almost fabricated war, and all these lives were kind of just unnecessarily mm-hmm. lost just because someone else. This douchebag mm-hmm. wanted power, and he succeeded. Yeah, the Jedi lost, and he won. It's like a Thanos situation times a million. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, I just love that last scene of Darth Vader seeing uh the ship that Soka crashed in. I loved seeing Darth Vader in the Clone Wars. So oh, he looked amazing. He man. looked so good. Oh, so badass. God. So much better than Rebels. Yeah, Rebels definitely. take notes because that yeah, show really. looked awesome. It looked so good. Oh my and. Seeing his eyes in the in the visor yeah. and seeing that they weren't yellow, yeah. So he still felt that, like he wasn't completely gone yet. You know right. what I mean? And just that's how you could tell it was fresh. Yeah, even like the 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 funeral pyre sort of thing for the clones. Mm-hmm. And I think the sad reality of like it's many years later and Darth Vader comes and there's like nothing left. It's just like mm-hmm. the one clone helmet, and it's it's so like an end of an era. You also have to like it's like the emotional impact because like he saw Ahsoka as like a little sister. That you actually, episode um, the final begin the first episode of the final arc before Ahsoka goes on Mandalore mm-hmm. and Anakin and her kind of have the moment. Mm-hmm. It's almost so sad because he's trying so hard to like connect, come back, connect, and she and, just doesn't want it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel so bad because Anakin, you see like the kid Anakin of like he's trying to be like, oh hey, what's going on? And well, he he's desperate. I think yeah. at this point for like. Some emotional attachment to the order because yeah. he's just so sick of it at this point. Yeah, and it's uh, so sad because it's like he's, it's like you said, it's like desperate, and the last, the last meeting before they meet again in Rebels, and it's like, oh. And you have to, you have to notice like the last scene when he found her lightsaber. He, he thought she was gone. Yeah, and he didn't know at the time. You know what I mean. And it's just so cool to see, like, his emotional impact and how that affected him. Because you could see, like I said in the visor, his eyes were not yellow. He was not Sith. Like, his dark side presence was not active at that moment in time. You know what right. I mean? That was Anakin. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't Darth Vader. Yeah. And um, you could just see that he just lost everything. Yeah. And when you see the bird in the sky. Yeah, it's the bird from Rebels. No, it's, it's um, I thought it was the mother. Oh. That's, from, oh you... the, from the planet. The daughter, I mean. I'm sorry. The daughter yeah. from the planet. I've heard either or. Like, I don't know. Who knows? But I, th- I thought it was a daughter from the planet because that was Dave Filoni's thing. Yeah. He did Werewolves too, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be either or. But regardless, I think that's really dope. I think that's really cool. There's a nice scene. Yeah. And that was such a nice wrap up. I that was because mm-hmm. Clone Wars before ended on Cartoon Network, and it was kind of just like. Well, season six was just a, uh, was just a. Uh, hey, these are some episodes. Well, the last episode was cool because you. Went- yeah, because it was the Yoda one, yeah. right, where he learns how to uh, communicate with Force ghosts. Yeah. 
it was cool because you kind of got the Yoda thing with him communicating with the ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, I guess we just go into episode three now, like, mm-hmm. I guess. But this was a much needed like context finale. That I agree. Was great. It was so good. I also love Dave Filoni milking Order sixty six. <laughs> Like, Dude, because he did it in the... Have you seen The Bad Batch? Yes, I have. Yeah, man. The first episode of The Bad Batch is awesome. My bo- uh, okay, I was also worried because season seven, they had like new models and upgraded Sphinx for mm-hmm. it. And they had upgraded model for Grievous. And I was like, yes, thank you. And then like you see him for like one frame and he's gone. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because there were cut episodes for season seven. Yeah, I know. And like they had a whole Grievous thing. And I was like... Fuck, where that would have been cool because I would have traded a Grievous episode they for did, the sisters. They did Clone Wars so dirty because they wanted to do ten seasons originally. Yeah, you ever see that deleted scene where Boba's fighting uh, Cad Bane? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I wish they did something. I thought they were gonna do that. That would have been cool. It doesn't matter now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dave Filoni finishes Clone Wars season seven. Mm-hmm. That mouse comes back. It's like, oh boy, this has been really successful. You wanna make another one? <laughs> and Dave Filoni's like, like yes please <laughs> <laughs> and now we have the Bad Batch <laughs> but the Bad Batch is cool I honestly I haven't finished it or I, I'm not caught up mm. I think I got to episode 4 oh man I, I started to lose a little interest oh man does it get sick <laughs> it gets pretty good I know Rex comes back and I heard something about Cat Bane but I don't, I don't know um, yeah. completely Some there are some characters who come back and you're like ooh yeah, I know. I know. Um, obviously, I know that girl Fennec from yeah. Mandalorian was in, in the series too. Um, yeah, I, I stopped because I was starting to get a little bored. I mean, I do. I do like the concept of having a clone that's uh, force sensitive. I'm imagining that's. Uh, I'm imagining that's the twist. Omega is like. I'm imagining that's her yeah. twist, right? She just has that, and you know, she has that vibe that she's a force user. You yeah. know what I mean? They all have that like pecky, like oh, I'm so good at everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Type of thing. And my um, name's Omega. Omega Skywalker. <laughs> Oh my god, no. No, no more. <laughs> no, please, Dave. Please, Dave. No, don't he's do smart. That. I know. <laughs> but I, I'm going to keep watching it. I've just been preoccupied with other stuff right now. But, yeah, um, I mean, if anything, I'm a little just like. It's just more content, I guess. It's more content. I, yeah. I love me more somewhere. I mean, I was really hooked in with the first episode. I thought that was sick. Oh, that. First and second episode. I were really love good. they recreated scenes from Revenge of the Sith. Like, actually reanimated mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's just, and the fact that you just see some, it's just all connecting. You can see it all. Also, like, what's his face? From, from Rebels. From Rebels. That's what I was about to say. I forget his name now. Uh, Galen, Galen or something? Right? No, 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 no. Kane? Kane? Kate? Kate? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's bothering me. What's his name? I starts with C. Let's just call him Caden for Kaden. now. Just, I don't know what's. Oh my god, man! Uh, I think it was funny though because I Kanan. Kanan. I'm like, why did you not get a younger voice actor? What do you mean? Because like, it's this kid, and it's like, yeah, the mission, and you're like, <laughs> okay, buddy, I know you're trying to use the same voice actor, but like, could you like? Voice change, maybe, or Just like use alter, little alter boy, little man. alter boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but I know it was so cool. It was I, cool to see him though, because it connects. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love. Oh man, I mean, as so bad good. as it is, I love seeing Order sixty six. I love Order sixty six because there's so much shit that goes down, and you don't get to see a lot of it. That's yeah. what the problem is. We're finally starting to see some shit in that era, which is so cool yeah. to see. You know, and like we see like. 
we're starting to see how they uh, discontinued the clones into yeah. doing the actual like you know recruitment process yeah. and uh, star troopers stormtroopers there it is stormtroopers <laughs> stormtroopers uh i also i think of every sequence so far of order 66 yeah. like before the pin drops mm-hmm. it's like you always get like those clones in the back of here yeah and then just slowly turn i might just that should be rock hard because i'm like yes it's about to drop (laughs) it's just because i know because like like when i was watching those episodes i'm like every five minutes i'm like i know what's gonna happen yeah when is it gonna happen when is it gonna happen when is it gonna happen and it's just everything's moving a little slowly yeah you hear the music oh we beat the clankers yeah yeah yeah. like everyone's rejoicing but you have like this like weird melancholy solemn music you're like if everyone's happy and we won what's happening yeah you know what i mean well, obviously, Star Wars fans know, but you know it's yeah. just cool to see like the build up. You could just say, oh man, it well, I love been it because like I think for both scenes with um, Ahsoka and with uh, the first one you see in Bad Batch, like the music drops out and you just see like the and it's like oh yeah, you get like the communications from the helmet. Yeah, and you're like yeah. oh fuck, here we go. You know, yeah, yeah, you know what's happening. You know what's happening. Yeah, it's it's so good. Execute Order sixty six. Yeah, it's just. It was. It's really good. I like it a lot. Wow, we're really nerding out on this episode, huh? I lo- <laughs> listen. I like. I had a love hate thing with Star Wars. I know. Cause like, I understand the sequels are not good, not great, and I I fully contest to that. And like, I know the prequels had their problems. Not good. <laughs> so here's here's the but interest- they're, but they're fixed by Clone Wars. They're in fixed my by mind. Clones, in yes. my mind. Yeah, they definitely fixed a lot of like issues with it. Um, or at least like execution wise i mean just still dialogue is garbage. yeah but it saves it because like you it's there's no fast jumps anymore you get context for everything so right. it kind of saves it a little bit like it doesn't make it as bad like because you know anakin's a cool character yeah. it's not as bad you know what i mean it just saves it it really does even also there's the phantom edit have you heard of it Mm-mm. the phantom edit is a one movie edit of the first prequels and edits it as one film and that fixes a lot of things because, like, it basically it rem- does one through three in one film. Yeah, it removes the entirety of how fans- long is it? It's like a maybe three hour movie. There's like- no way they fit all that in one movie. Well, no, because they erased stuff. They cut stuff out. Mm. Like they erased the entirety of Phantom Menace and just had the Darth Maul fight at the end. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because oh, that's, that's the beginning. All, that's that's like- what it should have been. I yeah. would have sat, sat there and watched that. It's but- basically <laughs> like they cut out a lot of stuff from Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. It's like, yeah, episode three and two, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But what's interesting now is that it feels like we're having a little bit of a renaissance with the prequels. Um, do you mean in content or do you mean in in content like, in like appreciation? Both. In content? Well, both actually. Yeah, I mean, you think because of Kenobi series and everything? <laughs> I think because of memes. Because <laughs> of memes. Because of. Have memes. you been seeing the? Oh my god, have you been seeing the uh, Padme Anakin yeah, memes yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the place? <laughs> yeah. I saw the one. I saw one where, um, you know the you know the um the last Avatar movie. Yeah. The one that's shit. Yeah. Right. There's one where it says my name is Ong, and she's like, "You mean Ang, right?" Yeah. And he's Aang. like, "Ong, you mean?" And you see her face. <laughs> oh my god, I was crying. Oh my goodness. I I know the memes keep them alive. I, I follow the uh, prequel memes subreddit. Okay. And, like, it's hysterical, and it it, it like they have a, such a love for the prequel, like. Everyone loves Kenobi. Everyone's he's like, the best. Yeah. And it's like Ian McGregor, boy, <laughs> rocking and rolling. That's another thing Clone Wars did. They added a lot of Kenobi scenes. Yeah. They gave him a love interest. They gave him this whole storyline. Oh, yeah. They gave him so much cool stuff. Watch Clone Wars, please. Watch Clone Wars. At least episode, season four onward, please. Please. Do me a favor. Yeah, it's 
it's so good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> like one more time and I'll believe you. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, and yeah, I feel like a lot of people now have kind of gone for a circle of like hating on prequels was the thing. <coughs> and now it's kind of like, oh, you know, I, I can appreciate what they were. Do you think it's going to be like that with the sequels too? <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, don't, I don't think so either. I mean, someone's going to be like, well, you know, it's not well, too I'm good. sure there are people who like them. I mean, if you do, uh, the new Star Wars fans might like them. Old Star Wars fans might like them. I, haven't, I mean, I haven't met you, but you know what pr- I mean? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, you know, if, if you exist and you like it, good for you, whatever. The problem was like the prequels had good ideas. They're just poorly executed. Yeah. The sequels have just bad ideas. Bad ideas and they commit to... You know things that they, they didn't shouldn't. even commit. They're like something they backtrack. It's like, well, did, well they, people didn't like that one. Well, we they, gotta... com- they commit on the stuff that sucks, and then they they backtrack on the stuff that has potential. Yeah, which is what's really a bummer. I think, I don't know. I think that like the landscape of Star Wars right now is kind of just focusing on the original trilogy era between Episodes six and seven. Yeah, I mean, I feel like because Clone Wars has been done, <laughs> it's done, and. Well, yeah, actually, not, I mean, we have the Bad Batch, but I think after that, I mean, what are they going to do? Another one? You know what I mean? Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> I mean, they'd have to really sell me on it. Like, I don't the know Galactic what else. The Galactic Civil War. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else they would do, honestly. Um, but, I mean, they're doing the Ahsoka show. Yeah. That pertains to the prequels because that's where she was yeah. originally existing in. But that's going to take that's gonna take place, like, around, sorry. That's going to take place around um, around Mandalorian era. Mm. I'm interested if they're going to bring Ezra Bridger back. Because he kind of went off with, uh, you know who I think they should bring back, who I think they're teasing? Um, oh, my God. What's his name now? Jesus Christ. Um, Describe. Uh, he looks like a fish. <laughs> I don't know. No, he doesn't. I'm lying. <laughs> Are they about Thrawn? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like a fish. I'm tweak. Um, but you could have said, think, like, Spock or anything. I know. Like... I really could have said anything else. I, thank you. I, c- I don't know why I couldn't think of Thrawn. Yeah. Um, but I think they're trying to set up Thrawn for the whole Mandalorian like, Thrawn universe. Thrawn is so cool. He's amazing. He's awesome. Yeah, I would love to see, like... A th- like a Thrawn villain. I think yeah. that would be really cool. I think Thrawn would be, like... One of my issues with Rebels was, like, Thrawn was kind of shafted a bit. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, a kid's show. Mm-hmm. But I want to see, like, real Thrawn. Real Thrawn, yeah. Like the manipulative, yeah. like, like tactical genius. Yeah. <sighs> One of the things... I mean, <coughs> I like, I love Dave Filoni, and I love all the stuff he did. And I know this is going to sound like me harping. Mm-hmm. But they did my boy Grievous so dirty. I know you really, you really feeling this Grievous thing, huh? <laughs> He's such a cool character, like, cause you know the extended lore of Grievous, like the, the like the um the EU versions of him, like the iterations. Pretty, yeah, not really. So the whole thing was like, well, I know his backstory if that's what you're referring to. Do you know the EU backstory? Um, I'm explain it and then I can confirm. Okay, so. He was part of this, like, tribal war planet, mm-hmm. right? And these, like, bug race called the Hux came in. And they're like, well, they're fucking tribal losers. We're going to take over this place and make them our slaves. And they did that. And Grievous, who was, like, his name was Shalano or something by then. I remember some name. <laughs> um, he and his, like, girlfriend at the time is like, yo, fuck you guys. We're going to just beat the shit out of you. And they did. And they're like, yo, this guy's our leader now. And he's basically a god. He's a demigod in human form. And it's like, yeah, okay. And they kicked their asses so hard. And then they left the planet. 
and then they followed them to the home planet and kicked their ass harder. Oh my god! <laughs> and then at that point, what was cool was the Hux call for help, and the Republic answers and send Jedi to fix the problem. Oh, is that why he hates Jedi? Yeah, oh, that's cool. And then, like, they forced them back to their planet, and Grievous is about to like try and get them back. His shuttle explodes, and he gets recovered by the banking clan, and he gets made into Grievous. And that's why he has like all the armor, but and a respirator and shit. Dooku is the one who bombed the shuttle. Wow! So he's just all fucked all over the place. Yeah, and like he was like, no, it was the Jedi man. They those fucking pieces of shit. It was you know, Dooku, slithering yeah. Dooku. It's literally Dooku, and it was so cool because like you saw. Like, there's a lot of lore stuff of Grievous where, like, he hates everybody in the CIS. He fucking loathes every single one. He's like, you people are pieces of trash. You're scummy. You're fucking fake assholes. Like, you don't know what a real warrior is if it slapped you in the face. And, like, he like he hates Dooku with a burning passion, even if he doesn't know about the crash originality. But like, Well, Dooku's a prick, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, fucking piece of shit. And, like... And he's also just, a, he's kind of just sad because, like, he lost his wife and everything on the planet. Yeah. And he kind of just went into this blind rage of, like... He's just a soldier now. Yeah. And to get reduced in Clone Wars to be, like, he got the parts on purpose because he wanted to be a warrior. Because he didn't have Force capabilities. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a disservice because, like, he's such a cool character. Mm-hmm. When you, like... Because it's, like, he's kind of... Like, again, it was, like, the Anakin parallels of, like, he was this person who got, got forced into the metal shell. Yeah. Well, I mean, Star Wars is all about parallels. Yeah. You know? They all, like, kind of mirror each other in yeah. some way or not. There was a lot of cool, like, origin stories that sometimes get shafted because of the Disney merger. Mm-hmm. I know. The the EU has a lot of good content that they've just kind of, like, I mean, know? I mean, at least sometimes stupid content, too. But Yeah, I mean, I'm sure because there were so many different writers and yeah, so many yeah. different things on the projects, for sure. I th- I don't I don't blame them for being like we're gonna make this legends, and yeah. that's you know what I mean, yeah. and we'll do our own thing. Now. And then we're just gonna steal from it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, make it a little slightly different. It's our idea now. I, oh my god, I love the I love the Mickey voice, man. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything else that you like to say? I am na- I am excited now for Star Wars, which is. A nice feeling to have. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm optimistic. But oh, I'm yeah. Try, I'm trying to keep, like, you know, my guard up because I know they can fuck it up at any moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Um, I, I'm excited for Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for Ahsoka series because I love Ahsoka. I think she's, I think she's awesome. Right. Um, I mean, she's super OP. Like, she was literally the, the uh, Padawan to the Chosen One. So she has to be OP, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, I'm interested to see what they do with Mandalorian in the Boba Fett series. Yeah. Um, I'm not too interested in Rangers of the New Republic or any of that, like, you know, that yeah, era. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really interested in any of that stuff. Um, anything that has to do with the sequels, I really don't care about. But anything, <laughs> anything else, I'm down. I'm, I'm ready for it. Especially if it's an animated form. Yeah, they have something like that, don't they? Like the Resistance or something. Oh, we don't but, talk about yeah, the Resistance. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. I mean, like, if it's in the style of Clone Wars. <laughs> like, Which it's not. I don't believe it is. Yeah, no. Uh, just out of curiosity, since we've we've talked about the sequels and we talked about the prequels, yeah. what's your opinion of the originals? The originals? The originals are the classics, man. 
I think they're they're pretty perfect the way they are. I think. I mean, yes, like the writing's not always great and, yeah. and everything like that. I understand, but I think you just kind of have to accept that with Star Wars. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. As part of the, the that's part of it, you know. Um, but I think they wouldn't have lasted this long and have been so beloved. Like I don't know too many people who preferred the sequels or the prequels instead of the originals. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have think you they, watched the originals recently? Yeah, I watched them on Disney Plus because they have like the new edited version, like the Blu-ray. Like, type. oh, okay. Yeah, so I have watched them recently, and I still love them. You know, honestly, I I'm kind of shocked at how well they keep up with the times. Mm, yeah. Like I know it's not the CG of today. Like, you know what I mean? But for what it was in the time period that it did, it's pretty rad. I can't believe they fucking name dropped Clone Wars in Episode One, in Episode I'm sorry, Episode Four. Oh, that they talked about they it. They talked about Clone Wars yeah. and like George Lucas is like time traveled into the past. Yeah, He's seriously, like, this is gonna be a cool ass thing. But well, that's why he waited so long. He was trying to wait for the CG to catch up when he did the prequels. Yeah, no, he didn't wait well, long enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, I mean. I don't know. I love them. I love the characters in them. I, le- I I never get bored watching them. I mean, I like episode five and six. Well, five is the best one. Yeah, five is the best one for sure. I love five so much. You search your feelings, boy. You know it to be true. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. Yeah. Best to go. Absolutely. Um, But it's, it's uh, I don't know. I just love them so much, especially episode five and six. I like episode five and six the best. Mm-hmm. Right. Episode four was like the start, you know what I mean? Which four is, is interesting to watch now because yeah. you can see the standaloneness of it. Mm-hmm. You can. That's why I think I don't. I don't like them as much. Mm-hmm. That one as much. Excuse me. Um, I I don't like the standaloneness for what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but I don't hate the movie by any means. I like it still, yeah. but it's just not my favorite. It's a lot shorter than I remember. Is it? I, I don't even recall being it. Like, I, I watched it once. Uh, not recently, but I watched it like. After I became knowledgeable about the quality of movies, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that went by a lot quicker than I thought." It was like it felt like it was only like an hour long. No way, dude! But it felt like it was. It was that. It I know it's not an like hour, that. but like yeah. it felt like that. I mean, maybe because really. we also just know how the story goes. Yeah, it could be that too. I don't know. We should, we should do a Star Wars marathon. <laughs> live <One> podcast? <laughs> no, not a live podcast. God forbid. No. React to. Oh, there's this channel I like on YouTube. I have to show. You. I have to show you one day. I forgot the name now, but um, oh. he does live reaction things where he watches a whole movie with like a friend. Yeah, and they just commentate on it, and like he edits to the funniest parts, obviously of like what they say. Well, a lot, there's a lot of channels that do that. Yeah, yeah. I like. I just like them because they are funny. Like I do like what they say about it. They've been doing the Transformers ones, and they're like, "Please oh. make us stop. <laughs> don't oh, let us. Man. Don't make us watch anymore." <laughs> that's a that's a podcast for another day. Transformers. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that right now. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I think Star Wars could have a bright future with Dave Filoni and John Favreau, uh, John Favreau excuse me. Yeah. I, it's, the, as long as no interference by me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, what do you think? You say that's it for now? You? Yeah. I mean, I think we've talked about what we wanted to talk about. Sequels are garbage <laughs> and the Clone Wars and Bad Batch and Mandalorian are amazing. Prequels are eh, but Clone Wars saves it. Yeah. And we look forward to the future. Uh, Stan General Grievous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> F in the chat for General Grievous. F in the bro. chat for General Grievous. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Mike. Peace.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.